0: Anime Pulse After Dark, episode 20.
1: Going to take a trip to European fetishization land.
0: Yes, and who the fuck are you?
1: I'm innocuous blonde. Come with and, me
0: to Europe. And I'm Rio twenty 247 You're not gonna have a good time.
1: No. <laughs> You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. This is this is a bad time all around. Nobody's happy about this situation, including the especially the characters.
1: Yeah, especially that. So, in case you're wondering, we decided, because we've done a number of titles that are het, lots of het titles, straight titles, um, and we've done a number that have girl on girl, we said, hey, you know what? We should do some yaoi. Yeah.
0: Why not? Well, we figured out the reason why not. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we sure did.
0: Yeah, Uh, so our title this week is Enzai.
1: Enzai, falsely accused. (laughs) That's actually a subtitle to the source material for this particular hentai This one is uh, from 2004, although you'd hardly know it from watching it
0: It Uh, looks like shit
1: It looks so much older than that, but um, this is actually an OVA It is based on an eroge of the same name uh, with the addition of falsely accused And I will read the summary, if you will give me a moment you know honestly the cover art for this while a little it's old so school pretty. it's so much better than the actual animation and the game uh actually i looked up a little bit of the game footage and it also is is kind of the same um but here's the quick summary of it uh it is an ova based on a yaoi game guys and that that is actually a singular person's name guys is an average boy who finds himself accused of murder found guilty through a fixed trial he must endure a sexually charged prison to in- attempt a way to find attempt to find a way to prove his innocence and get out and that's pretty much what there is except for all the
0: rape there is oh, god so much rape like oh my god
1: yeah there really is i mean there's, I mean,
0: there's not as much sex in this is say other hentai there's like a lot of plot
1: there is there is i mean as we just read it's kind of a crime procedural but done by a person who is accused slash convicted from prison Um, and of course as the viewer we get to see some stuff that goes outside of the protagonist experience but um we'll get to that
0: So essentially, everybody is gay.
1: <laughs> yes, we're at least in this particular case. You can kind of see maybe there's some situational sexuality happening because it's an all male environment, i.e., a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is uh, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting scenario, uh, and also we're in France. We're in France now, guys.
0: Yeah, because for some reason this is like post revolution. Um, and, like, that we have this little intro that we get during both episodes where it's just like, a, yes. one thing has not changed since the Revolution. Prison. Prison. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Yep. Prison don't ever change, guys. Um, yep. And even, even before we get treated to that little title card, it's you get some credits that are in French. So we're in France. Uh, and a kid walks by a girl who says, guys. Guns. And, and then I thought yeah yeah and I
0: was just like guys what (laughs) because I didn't read the synopsis
1: and I was like well there were more than one there were was more than there were more than one there were several boys walking by at the time so you're like was she just talking to all those guys what's going on (laughs) but that's fine that's fine We get our title card about how prison doesn't change, and then we get treated to some goofy synth music, and also, not only are we in France, but we get some gratuitous German on top of it, because that's (laughs) part of the subtitle of of Enzai is that it also has some like German, I think that also means falsely accused, just in German. I'm not even going to try to read it, because my German is terrible. Yeah, there's, like, a lot going on here. Yeah, there's a lot. We can really see what you tried to do.
0: (laughs) I can see that the intent is there, but the execution... Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, um, we see a boy walking by when uh, this girl says, Guys, and he's just eating an apple, and he's just going on his merry way, and then suddenly, boom, he's in prison.
1: Prison. Because... Somebody watched. Uh, what your who's it? Um, somebody watched Les Mis, and we're like, "This is what happens to kids all the time. They get picked up and thrown in jail."
0: Yeah, and yeah. so we don't really know anything of what has happened yet. We no. just know that he's in prison, and there's an iron maiden in the corner, another torture devices. Yeah,
1: because uh, somebody saw some movies, I guess. And, and a uh,
0: guard is interrogating this boy who's on a chair.
1: Yes. But he's not
0: really, like, chained to the chair. He's just kind of sitting there.
1: Yeah, and he's totally denying any guilt of whatever it is he's done, because we have no idea what he's supposed to have done. Um, but as he's sitting in this chair, and, yeah, it seems kind of unclear if he's tied or restrained in any way, but the guard just, like, knocks him down and starts frisking him.
0: Yeah. And it's just, f- just like, oh man, to think this kid killed somebody, and I'm just like, oh boy. Oh boy,
1: yeah. And of course, we immediately go to take off your pants. Yeah. So we're just going and... right into it. It's cavity searches all around.
0: Yep. And uh, he's just like, why would I do that? And he's just like, just do it, because he starts whipping his butt.
1: Because yes. he's got a whip. <laughs> yes. He, of course. Because yeah. you do. Yes. And so. And this guard has the most evil face. It is the most classic evil face I've seen in many a year.
0: <laughs> but let's not forget this hentai is so ugly. So yeah, so it very, had very
1: it, it had a poten- It really had potential to be less ugly, and yet here we are. Uh, yeah, actually, the character design in this kind of rem- reminded me of uh, if any of you remember Fushigi Yugi from the nineties. <laughs> Uh, kind of remind me of, like, a really extremely evil rendition of Nakago, one of the big bads from that series. Mm. But, uh, anyway, getting ahead yes. of myself. It's Kevin so, searches um, and butt whipping.
0: Yeah, so then he's uh, just kind of, like, fingering his butt. Yes. And then I forget what happens, but he stops.
1: Yeah, I was expecting this to go the full Monty, but instead it was yeah. just, like, buttholes, and then we kind of stop. Yeah. Uh, and we're in a flashback Ba-bam. And
0: uh, guys is narrating the fact that it was really rainy That day And yes. they sought Shelter in a Candy store and of course it, these
1: are like It's a candy and liquor store So like yeah. my kind of place
0: <laughs> And uh the, All the boys kind of like look, look at each other And it's
1: just like oh boy Yeah so- they all have mischievous expressions on their face Because they're little street urchins
0: Yup, and they decide they're going to steal a bunch of candy. And And then they run
1: off, chased by the shop owner.
0: Yeah, and Guy's runs into a well-dressed man in an alleyway, who I guess is an officer.
1: Yes, I kept referring him to his posh guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but also the warden of the prison?
1: Yes, because apparently when you're in the legal system, you do all the jobs. (laughs) And have the nicest house anywhere. Yes, because France, I suppose. I don't know. I, I have no guess. idea what's going on, you guys.
0: <laughs> but this, this, like they try to do so much fucking plot in this series, but yeah. literally none of it makes any sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, they really tried to compress some shit into this, and literally shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it it, 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 like
0: it had the plot of like a full length movie, but done but it, in like. Twenty-five minute segments.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, it was um, it was very highly compressed. So uh, he runs into a posh guy in an alley. Uh, so he's caught. This this guy is apparently yeah, he, We don't really know at the time, but yeah, he's involved in the legal system. So he the guy's caught. Uh, sorry, guys is caught, and um, he's being interrogated by a posh guy. And he's like, eh, yeah, yeah, just let tell me how much the candy is. I'll just pay for it, and I just want to go on my way. And the posh guy is like, oh, bring this in here. And a gurney is wheeled in. And uh, it was a like a yeah,
0: burned body.
1: Uh, yeah, it kind of looks like it's bur- I was trying to figure out, like, is it supposed to be burned? Or are they trying to, like, kind of discretion shot it so that it's not quite so corpsey? i I'm not really sure exactly what the point is. But he says that this was found in, the, uh, in one of their hangouts, one of Guy's and his friends' hangouts. Um, with stab wounds, and then he was like, oh, and there was blood on the knife that we took off of you. So, you know, I think uh, you're guilty, and if you confess, I'll write you a recommendation. You'll probably get off easy, maybe even easier than you would have if you'd gotten convicted of shoplifting. And I'm like, don't do it, kid, fuck the police.
0: Yeah, yeah, and his, his reaction was just like, really? And I'm just like, oh, oh God. shit.
1: He's got the biggest... <laughs> innocent-ist. That's the worst word. He's got the biggest, most innocent eyes, just the biggest like, Hunter! Oh, and I'm like, no, not really.
0: <laughs> no, not really at all. <laughs> not
1: really at all. He's gonna betray you. Don't do it. <laughs> and he's gonna rape you. Oh, lot. Oh, fuck. So, and then we exit flashback. We're back to the prison again. And I, I guess he's been let go from uh, finger, fingery guy. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's... Yeah, a waif shows up to help him, and the waif's name is Eo, who who never shows up ever again, and except in yeah. except in the in like the very very end when they do a little like and this is what happened later, and I'm like, who's that kid? Oh, he's that guy. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, do you know where your placement is? I can take you there. And he's just like, oh yeah, thanks, man. And it's just I'm just like, oh, this is a trap. This is like this is a, a trap. this is a big fucking trap. A
1: trap. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. And so then all
0: course, the prison, the prison doors open, and the like the barred gates or whatever, and a bunch yeah. of guys step out, and it's gang rape time. Yeah,
1: it's his welcome party. Air quotes. Air quotes.
0: Ew.
1: Yeah. So and the uh, so the so the guy a bunch of the guys just kind of grab him and restrain him, and then the lead ruffian, I'm not sure if he punches him or elbows him in the face. Either way he goes down and he's stripped and here we go. We're getting right into it. Yeah.
0: And so he has his way with him first, and thank fuck we are in the land of pixelation to hell.
1: Yes, there's a lot of pixelating happening here. So you you can't tell what
0: anything is.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you really it's very heavily pixelated. You can of course know like this is going in a butt, this is a cock, but like you can't see anything. It's way too pixely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he, he's talking about how he's a butt virgin and then of course, then he just it comes in like two seconds and he throws in some random English, like the last spurt and I'm like, I don't know if that's supposed to be hot or what, but why? And then he <laughs> comes and he comes with artistic disembodied jizz. Which is basically the, mostly the MO for this series overall, is that if somebody comes, it's going to be like a splurt of jizz flying across a colored background.
0: Yep, pretty much. And it's usually red. Yes.
1: If, <laughs> if only in real life, we could just have the jizz go magically into another dimension uh, so that we don't have to clean it up. But, you know. Yeah, and there's blood. And there is, oh yes, fuck, there is blood. It's very unsexy. Yes, yeah. my my literal note is, ah, bleeding anus. Yeah, nobody's
0: having a fun time except for the guys raping him. Yeah, Um, and by the
1: way, anal bleeding is not like a hymen breaking. It's just, that's not, it's not indicative of like, oh, a thing has happened. It's like, no, that's when you're doing it wrong. If you're getting fucked in the ass and you're bleeding, that means you're doing it too hard. You don't have enough lube. You've got the wrong shape of thing. Like, it's just not good.
0: No, it's not good.
1: It can happen. It can happen, but it's also indicative of like, nope, shouldn't be doing that way. Just saying. Yeah.
0: And so then all the guys have a turn.
1: Yes. And And we're treated to all of that. Lovely. Yes.
0: Thankfully, it's over quickly.
1: Yes. Thank goodness for that. Especially considering that one of the dudes looks like a turtle hunchback. Just, did you notice that guy? Yeah. Did you see that guy? I was looking at this guy. I'm like, what the fuck is up with this guy's like fucking character design? He looks like a weird Kappa man, but uh, blah. Yeah. So, not that anybody... And then the other guy is, like, fox face guy. And I'm like, I mm. this is weird. This is weird, man. It's
0: anime tropes mixed with really bad yaoi, and I'm really uncomfy.
1: Yes, it's very <sighs> uncomfortable. Ugh.
0: Um, so then he... And so then we get treated for, to the rest of the flashback, where basically his uh, case gets railroaded, and he's thrown in prison.
1: Yes. Cut to prison sentence for life. I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah, and... Harsh.
0: It, it, I'm like he's a kid. Um,
1: yes, it reminded actually it reminded me exactly. I don't know if anybody's seen or if you've even seen the um, uh, the Tim Burton directed movie of uh, Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah. So there's the part where you're introduced to Judge Turpin in the yeah. and he's like, <laughs> it appears that you are completely. Uh, Failing to rehabilitate from your life of crime. Thus it is that I sentenced you to, uh, to death, where you shall hang by the neck till you are dead. And then you look at the the, the, the accused, and it's a boy. It is a literal, like, <laughs> eight year old boy. Oh and, like, my God. And, like, I think you're supposed to laugh at that moment because, like, the guy's so harsh, but the boy just sort of, like, looks down and starts crying, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it reminded me of that, where it's like, hey, you're like 12, prison for life. Yep.
0: And, you know, his mother is just like crying and escorted out of the courtroom by his family. Yes. And we don't really ever get anything about his family. Other than that
1: they exist and they are sad. Yeah. And and then further later, we'll find out that they paid for a lawyer. So there's something. Yeah, but, um, yes, He kind
0: of just comes yeah. out of nowhere. Yes. Um,
1: but uh, they flash out of that scene, and uh, Guy's is waking up naked on a bed, and he's being treated. Um, by some nice
0: dudes by who some aren't nice going to rape him.
1: Yes. Uh, but, but he immediately panics, and the dudes are like, here's a sheet, calm down, we're here to help you. Uh, and he chills out. And it turns out that the one of the guy's names is Valuida, which is really weird coming out of Japanese speaking mouths, but uh, Valuida? Valuida. Yeah, I don't even know Evan. what kind of. Yes, <laughs> and Evan. I was gonna say, why didn't you choose something? And also, I don't know, Valuida, I have no idea what kind of European name that's supposed to be.
0: I don't think it is a name.
1: <laughs> I just threw some syllables together, they sounded good. Uh, Sporkelpuss, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, Valuida has medical background. Actually, it turns out that he's an ex-soldier, but he has some medical experience, and he really sounds like a lady, probably because he is voiced by a lady, which is not uncommon when you're talking about younger characters, but Valuida is, like, obviously an older character, so I was really weirded out by that.
0: Well, I mean, when you look at... Oh, sorry. When you look at the tags, it just says trap. And so, obviously, when we see Valuita, it's just like, oh.
1: I guess. I guess so. That's not really, like, a a fetishy thing around... Like, I don't know. I guess since it's not played up as a plot point or anything, it's just like, okay. Okay, sure. Why not? (laughs) I mean,
0: he's made to dress like a woman occasionally, but that's about it.
1: That happens later, so... Uh, we'll or it happened before. That. It happened before, and it happens later. And oh my gosh, the time, guys, it's just jumping all over the place.
0: Yeah, um, remember Baccao and its crazy
1: timeline. This is about <laughs> as weird, except less good. Yeah, a lot less good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we move on to Guy's meeting with a drunk lawyer. and Guy's family has, apparently, according to the lawyer, has skipped town because of the you know, the shame that he's brought upon his family. and he's like, oh man. Um, and, of course, immediately this lawyer guy reminded me of Sidney Carton from uh, Tale of Two Cities. He's just drunk lawyer who's like, eh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm a good guy, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, and so, of course, he's going to be fantastic
1: lawyer man. Yes, he's drunk, who's, but he's a genius.
0: Who's also, like, a really good detective or something? like? Yeah, that I, was the I funny thing
1: about this, too, is that, like... Not only do you have posh guy who's like the warden of the prison as well as some kind of chief investigator or something, but the lawyer is basically private detectiving. Uh, I'm using, I'm so bad with verbs today. He's doing private detective work and then it doesn't seem like the police are doing jack shit. So I'm like, what the, what is happening in France right now? Seriously. Uh, Yeah.
0: In fantasy France.
1: (laughs) Fantasy France. Um, so, basically, he runs down and says, there's no, re- no retrial is going to happen without any evidence. And, by the way, all of your friends are MIA, too. I went looking for them to try to get you an alibi, but meh. And I'm like, also, what about the police, I guess? Um, they but, don't care. Uh, but, of course, Guy's is like, I'm not going to give up. And uh, yes. then later on, after he's, um, after he's talked to the lawyer, in the prison yard, the nice guy, Evan, gives him some candy.
0: Yup. Yep. And when the hell does posh guy, he makes a move on him. I'm not uh, sure when that happens. That's
1: a little further down the plot line. So turns out that nice guy, Evan knows the lawyer whose name is Luska. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so Luska returns, updates him, says, yeah, so I found people that you were saying that I should talk to, but everyone's clamming up. No one's saying anything. Um, and then uh, Luska has also been running letters uh, f- to and from uh, guys in the prison. So, guys has um, Evan write a letter, he gives it to Luska, and Luska actually gets a secret message from Evan inside of the letter that guys has given him, um, and he jumps into action. Uh, because, yeah, because apparently
0: they know each other and I was just like, oh, they're gay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, this is about the only relationship I'm buying so far is that they clearly have some sort of emotional thing and it's unclear, but something's happening. Um, and then that
0: gets totally forgotten. Like
1: everything else in this fucking plot. Yes. Because we got, ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) No. Consensual romance. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah, and he's, he's reading the letter. He's getting all weepy, and I guess he thought that Evan was dead. Um, and then we move to, let's see, da, da, da. oh, the uh, posh guy. His name is uh, Gildius.
0: I guess. I, I didn't even really bother. Sure, that's
1: fine. <laughs> um, so he's somehow implied in Guy's case. So uh, Luska's been told by Evan, like, go chase it. And stop drinking so much, goddammit. So he throws his drink out the the carriage window, and it's like, all right, he has now been mobilized. Um, And now we get to Posh Guy and his moves on guys.
0: Yeah, so he calls guys in, and... uh,
1: (laughs) He's like, I'm glad you didn't die, guys. I was afraid you were going to get executed.
0: Yeah, and he's just like, you tricked me, and he, like, tries to punch him a couple of times, and I'm like, why is this kid not in handcuffs?
1: Yeah, it was the <laughs> silliest thing. It's like, I'm gonna attack you, I'm mad right now. And he, like, strong arms him into, like, having his arm behind his back. In, in like, the shittiest part of the segment of animation. It's like, he's just standing there, and then, like, posh guy just walks up and, like, grabs a hand, and he just, like, turns around, like, oh, no, my arm has been put in an arm lock behind me oh god yeah Yeah. i'm expecting too much clearly
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is porn and bad porn at that
1: porn at that yes (laughs) so yeah he's been he's restrained and he's like oh by the way if you're nice i'll make you my pet by i have all the power and i can punish or reward based on what you do and of course guys is like i don't care what you do to me he's like well what about all your friends and they your could, family. And your family. Yeah, so what do you say?
0: Or And, like, he mentions his friends in the prison, and he's just like, wouldn't it be a shame if they, they died? Po- yeah, if
1: they got poisoned or killed by another prisoner or whatever. And Guy's is just like, oh, fuck. So he's yeah, told cause... to strip. And, and
0: then <laughs> he puts a bell on his dick.
1: Yes, he ties a <laughs> ribbon with a bell on his cock. And then tells him to fuck a dildo for him. And I'm just like... This is a very futuristic dildo for 18th century France. Uh, (laughs) I actually looked up, I actually did look up historical dildos just for grins, and Mm -hmm. I didn't find a whole lot that was very specific about specific time periods, but we're not quite to the electrified vibrator period of history, because that happened earlier than one might have imagined. Um, Really? Yeah, actually, there's a whole bunch of interesting. documentaries and uh fictional films about the invention of the vibrator for ladies so um
0: well yeah because it was used during like time periods where hysteria was prevalent yes Yes. and a psychiatrist used it to cure women of hysteria
1: yes here get off and you'll be easier to live with (laughs) hooray hooray But um, so, yeah, I did look for historical dildos. I couldn't find anything timestamped that looked like a big black rubber dildo from 18th century France. But presumably they could have existed.
0: Mm. So, yeah, he fucks the dildo. He comes. And then posh dude takes off his pants and is just like, now you're going to taste this.
1: Yeah. Now you get the real thing. Yeah. And so. So he jumps on his lap. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he surprisingly, like, walks over to him pretty willingly. Yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of struggle involved, and I was just like, I mean, I appreciate that, because this is already really, really, really rapey.
1: Yes. So. So, yeah, so he comes over, does that, and I mean, I guess if you bring it on to the whole thing of, like, he's resigned to it because he doesn't want to see a bunch of people suffer because he's saying no, maybe? But it's still sad. It's super rapey and sad.
0: Um, Yeah, and... Then Posh Dude comes, and
1: we hear... And so does Guy again. Or so does Guy again. Uh, And then he calls him by someone else's name. The
0: dumbest-sounding name in the whole series. Yes.
1: Sounds like mucus. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he calls him my adorable Muka. And I'm like, Muka? (laughs) Okay,
0: sure. Okay.
1: Um, I'm just like, oh, yeah. shit, he's a pedophile. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he
0: wasn't, like, he wasn't already, but. <clears throat>
1: mm, yeah, it's just uh, it's just weird, man. So then we flash forward again to a month later, and guys is pretty beat down from all the abuse and the hopelessness, and he's just sitting in the prison, like, making shoes, because that's what you do in prison. And uh, then he's, you know, watching, looking out the window. He's like, I wish I could just jump over this wall. It's so close to freedom. And he watches a bird, like, actually, it's a duck fly over the wall. And just as he's watching it, a uh, posh guy shoots it. And it's just like, yeah, watch as this bird is killed, like, your chance at freedom. And end part one. Yeah. I was just like,
0: Aw. Is that artsy-fartsy
1: enough for you? <laughs> yeah,
0: but then we get, like, the, um... What's the term for, like, how the screen goes? It kind of goes, like, reverse
1: Oh, oh, um, uh, like negative something. Yeah, 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 it it,
0: it goes all negative, and he's like, (gasps) and that's when it ends, and I'm just like.
1: (laughs) Do they even still do that in, like, a lot of modern anime? Like, I remember that being a thing that they used a lot in, like, the, the late 90s. Yeah, not, not anymore, I don't think. Like, I might have seen it a couple of times in recent, but not commonly, like, it's kind of like the shock moment kind of thing, and I don't, just don't recall seeing it a lot recently. Yeah, I
0: don't even think Naruto had it. Yeah,
1: but they do it here, and it's 2004 in this series, so... Mm. Mm. Oh, well, that's long enough now that I suppose we could call it ancient history. It's more than 10 years at this point, so...
0: God!
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) So, we've ended part one. Halfway through! (gasps) Thank God. (laughs) Yes, yes. So, guys is having another nightmare, and he's basically dreaming that his... You know, mother wished she'd never had him. If she knew that he was going to be a killer, and people are all like, "Oh my gosh, that guy's a killer! It's really bad. He's not cool. Don't invite him to your party. Um, <laughs> he might kill someone." Um, and he's yeah, he's nightmares of condemnation and sexual servitude, and he doesn't like it. Yeah. He-
0: Yeah, and so he wakes up, and he's just like, I might wake up, but I'm still in a nightmare, and I'm just like, yeah,
1: pretty much. And he says some line about, like, the hope for freedom and release, and I'm like, I know he means release from prison, but we're in porn right now, so I'm thinking of a different kind of release. Ew, Ew. Ew, yeah. But, uh, hey, in plot land, Luska has some evidence that could exonerate guys. And we just get a
0: whole dump oh, of plot. Oh,
1: such a dump. Oh my God. Um, so apparently he was sentenced without even knowing the identity of the victim because he's like, oh, the identity of the victim it turns out was this guy named Jacob who was a detective. And I'm like, they didn't even know who died before they sentenced him? Oh my God. I mean, I know it's not exactly CSI, but like, I think they would have m- maybe figured out who the fuck it was before putting somebody in prison for killing him. I don't know.
0: That might be important.
1: Seems like it would be important. Um, So this Jacob detective guy, his place had been ransacked. And uh, it turns out that there were some files, you know, around in there. And apparently some kid named Muka who had disappeared. um, Those files were missing mysteriously. So that seems significant. And all of a sudden, now guys remembers hearing the name Muka? And he's just like, oh yeah, he was a friend of mine, Yeah, he's but like, I feel like I've heard that name somewhere recently. It makes no fucking sense. I was just <laughs> angry at that point. I'm like, you know, you could play it off as like mental trauma or something, but instead he's like, that name sounds familiar. That's a person I know. I'm like, you fucking idiot. Jesus uh, so, anyway, Liska says that guys should get Evan to help him to get some more evidence while he's on the inside of the prison. Um, Which I don't
0: know how that works, and we kind of just have to hand wave what happens with that later.
1: Yeah, and yeah, you just kind of have to assume that he knows something and that Evan knows something and that guys should go talk to him. And I'm actually at this point. Uh, Or maybe a little bit earlier, I think it was towards the end of last episode, I'm like, you know, this feels like a video game where you're like fetch questing a bunch of things. It's like, Mm. go talk to this person. Go do this. And I'm like, I wonder if this was based on a game. And two seconds later, I'm like, yes, it was. Okay. (laughs) So, so that happens, um, and it turns out that there's some forensic evidence in addition to you know, him saying you should get Evan to help. He's like, oh, there's forensic evidence that makes it unlikely that guys could have murdered this guy because it was raining that day. There was rain on the, front of, on the back of the body, but not on the front. Guys didn't have any blood on his clothes. So, again, cops ain't doing shit in 18th century France. Um, also,
0: the knife was different, but we can't figure out – like, yes. I found the knife that was covered in blood – and a paperweight that was covered in blood, but the yes. knife doesn't fit.
1: Yeah, he the knife that um, yeah the the knife that was found doesn't quite match. But he's like, I think we can figure this out. And um, guys ends up talking to Valuida a little bit, and he's like, Oh well, if you were to reverse the hold, and if you were to push it into the abdomen, then the stretching of the skin and da da da. And I'm like, This is the most boring episode of CSI post <laughs> French Revolution France I've ever seen that's also the only one and it's really bad I wouldn't recommend renewing for another season so no <laughs> um, so that it part, got canceled two episodes in yeah I kind of like rewound it back and like why did I even bother wasting my time it's just him saying like skin is stretchy and if you push a knife and it's dull it'll like make the wound seem even bigger then the knife blade actually seems like it would be able to make yeah exactly i'm boring myself right now so bored um but then yeah. suddenly suddenly oh, then of course Valerita goes off on a little rant about how Gildius, posh guy and some other dude that we barely see Bolanet uh are big bad dudes they're throwing innocents in prison so this prison is like half full of people who were just cr- the wrong they found out too much or they crossed the wrong guy and now they're in prison, so congratulations. Uh, and then guys has to hide, because here comes Evil Guard coming for Valuita.
0: Yeah, and he takes Valuita to Poshkai's office, because it's the exact same room. Yes. But Poshkai's not there? Yes. And he's just like, okay, uh, don't you think it's about time you told me about that thing? He's just like, what thing?
1: Yes. And it he like I guess something has about, amnesia uh, yeah and is like you can at least tell me what it is you think I stole and yeah so the guard starts whipping uh, him he starts whipping him tells him to put on a dress whips him some more until suddenly he just breaks
0: yeah and he has like alternate Valoita yes he has soulless just...
1: eyeball Valoita
0: who uh, just loves to give head, I guess.
1: I suppose, because he's basically like, hey, come over here and feast on this. And yep. uh, Velveta's like, yeah, sure, this is great. And he's having flashbacks of a gang rape. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, and apparently the guard's name is Durer or something. Um, I don't think I ever really caught them pronouncing it, so I'm just going to say Durr. Durer. <laughs> Dirt can't get any info out of Valuida, even in this sort of strange state that he has entered. Um, he's still just kind of like, what? Thing? Yeah. I don't understand. And he's like, damn, spoiled again, but I got head, yay! I don't know. Ew. No, he doesn't say that, but uh, he's like, no, curses, spoiled again. And yeah. then he's thrown back in his sale, cell, and I guess Guy's was still there, so he actually takes care of Valuida, and Valuida does another big exposition dump.
0: He's just like, yeah, I'm in here because I tried to expose so-and-so for corruption, and smuggling, was
1: it? Yeah, he was, like, stealing and seizing supplies, and then selling slash smuggling them, uh, like wheat and, and stuff like that, and uh, was profiting off it, while meanwhile people who were supposed to get that food just starve. And Valuita was really mad about that. So he tried to get evidence of it and turn him in, but he got caught.
0: And then he was raped every day.
1: Yes. And then thrown in prison. Because yeah. that's what happens. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. And then... Yes. So help... We have a... Us- yeah. Help, surprisingly, comes from the gang, gang punk rapist guy... Um, who's apparent? I guess his name's Jose. Yeah. So not, so we're in France. We've got German texts. We've got made up names. Now we've got Jose. Jose. <laughs> I have no idea guys. Um, and, uh, he basically wants sex in trade for some information, which is about mm-hmm. the closest to a consenting scene we get for this series. Yep. And, um, um. It's basically just a scene where he's like, Hey, fingering your butthole. Ah, you've loosened up finally. All right. This is gonna feel good in a minute. And then he fucks him, he comes, and presumably guys comes too, because there's like a dual disembodied spunk shot. Um and then he's like, Hey, I'll wait for you outside the showers. And by the way, here's this little notebook thing. And it turns out it ties up everything neatly and the retrial can commence now. What? Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, the magic notebook. All you had to do was fuck a rapist for it. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Remember,
0: we don't have hands. We just have stumps because we are hentai hand waving all of this shit.
1: Yes, yes, of course. Oh, boy. Um, Oh, and yeah, another thing about this series is that when there's a loud staccato sound, there's a flash on the screen. So during this trial, the judge is banging his gavel, and then he bangs the gavel, there's like a flash on the screen, like flash, blash, flash, and I'm just like, fuck you, and you're goddamn flashing. This is hurting my eyes. <laughs> I was very angry about that. It was unnecessary, or, or it was very poorly done. Because I'm pretty sure I've watched other anime where they've punctuated a sound effect with a visual, but it hasn't mm-hmm. been as obnoxious as that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it bothered me. Can you tell?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so then uh, Luska starts presenting all of the evidence, and none of it makes a lick of sense.
1: Well, it does a little bit. He's like, he had an alibi. He was shoplifting. shoplifting. He shows the weapons that he discovered. Um, Have I mentioned the police were absolute shit? Um, And then uh, what's really funny is that- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it moves into a friendship speech. Um, But he's basically like, yeah, so we found this stuff- and this says that my client didn't do it. And I'm really just here to defend him. I'm not here to accuse. But by the way, Gildius did it. Which is, <laughs> he totally, he basically says that right in court, right after he says, I'm not here to accuse anyone. And of course, yeah. and it turns out that Gildius owns this paperweight, which is like a special item from this special shop. And the only one that's unaccounted for is the one that belonged to him. And now it's got blood on it. It was the bludgeon that he used before he stabbed the guy. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The other thing that in- implicates him is the fact that he did kind of a shitty job investigating this crime. Was that he just sort of like neatly tied it up and seemed to ignore every other scrap of evidence that it might not have been this other this this kid that he ended up um, convicting of this crime. So of course, yeah. Gildius Of course, Gildius is just like. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. You'll never
0: catch me alive. Yeah. At first he's
1: like, "This is this is slander," and then he's like, "Whoop whoop 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 whoop," and gets <laughs> the fuck out of there.
0: <laughs> yep. And uh, I forget. Well, because basically he's pronounced like not guilty. Um, he's uh, guys is released. Yep. And then we see uh, Posh guy standing in front of Muka's body.
1: Yes, which is God knows how old at this point.
0: Ugh. and he and we get a flashback where basically he's, uh, hate fucking him. Yeah, because we like, haven't you... had a
1: sex scene and, and since the one where, uh, what's his face? Valuita got um, uh, mouth. No, since uh,
0: since Jose got. Oh yeah, sorry.
1: Since Jose, yeah, we haven't had a sex scene in like five minutes, guys. So we got to get some more going on here. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So, uh, we he's hate-fucking him because he broke the rules. And, like, he took him outside and was dressed as that girl that we saw in the beginning. Yes. And said hi to guys. And that's why he's getting fucked right now.
1: Right, because he hardly ever gets taken out at all. And then when he goes out, he's trying to, like talk to somebody else. And he's like, what are you trying to call him for help or da, but he's like, no, he was just a really good friend. He's like, Burn! I'll choke you while I fuck you. Blah, 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 blah. And killed him. And he died. So sad. Um, actually before this, we have that friendship speech from Luska, but uh, yeah, that, so yeah, Gildius did it. He's really sad and he shoots himself. The end. Yep. Yep. And... Hope you are satisfied with that. <laughs> That's how that's wrapping up.
0: (laughs) And then in a carriage, um, guys is narrating like, oh, hey, something else really good happened. And guys and got kiss.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, wait, so they're hooking up now. What's happening? And I'm just like, he's like 12. What the fuck? Yeah. It's really weird. They're not really, it's not really stated how old he's supposed to be. Um, but they keep referring to him as a boy. And I remember seeing actually in some, some review, I started reading some reviews about this. People were like, I'm creeped out by the fact that there's this boy, this kid being fucked by all these men. They're like, but they said everybody was 18. So what's the problem? I'm like, that's bullshit. Kid is not 18. No. If he's 18, then I'm the queen of France. (laughs) Yep. I'm the queen of France, Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy France, Germany. Fantasy France, Germany. Uh, Franco-Germanic fantasy land. Mm-hmm. So they kiss for a reason. And um, the good thing that happens, though, isn't them kissing. The good thing that happens is that Valuida has given guys a pendant. It's a, uh, a cross-shaped pendant. And uh, Luska's looking at him. He's like, man, what a crudely piece, crudely made piece of crap. And then he's like, wait. There's something hidden in here. Opens it up, and then there's a magic little slip of paper in there against Bolinet, the guy that we really don't ever see, who was the one who was committing uh, smuggling and theft of food stores during the war time or whatever. Uh, So I guess Valloida managed to get his memory back because that was the the real rub was that they kept interrogating him about this evidence that he had hidden, but he was so traumatized that he couldn't even remember where he'd put it himself. So somehow he remembered and gave it to guys. And Luska, by extension. And
0: so they decided that they were going to have to go to work and free everybody, and everybody got out.
1: Yep. And uh, then at the very end, during (laughs) the credits, we get still still frames of a where are they now segment, when try to remember who the fuck everybody is, because there's a couple side characters that don't even have lines in there.
0: Yeah, and I guess Jose is still being a creeper.
1: I was going to say, so Jose is probably not one of the guys that was wrongfully convicted because he clearly looks like some dude who's about to murder or mug somebody. So, uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that happened. And, um. What do we um, give it? Oh, God. You know, I wanted to give this a little higher, I just couldn't. I gotta no, give it a, a, poor poor no. No. Poor a poor no. It's a poor no. It's just it's too rapey. This isn't even a matter of like, ugh, what sex. It's like no, there's too much plot that's tried to be sandwiched in too, uh, too awkwardly, and the character designs really suffer, and it's so rapey. I mean, weirdly enough, I'm more bothered by this than by Tentacle Monster Rape. I I don't know if I can even explain it, but oh I mean, God. I feel
0: like. We have touched on it before where it's just like there's a difference Mm -hmm. between the um, like forced consent or the eventual consent versus the, hey, no, I don't like this. And everybody comes and it's still, hey, no, I don't like this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Oh, God. And also the fact that you, you can say all you want about this being like, oh, everyone's 18 and over. I'm like, this is clearly a boy who is barely pubescent. It's, yeah, it's so squicky in my brain. Um, don't like it. So porn, no, porn, no, indeed, which brings us to an extended, extended edition of education.
0: <laughs> yes, we are going to discuss
1: everything wrong with Yaoi and Fujoshi, <laughs> <laughs> or at the very least, what Yaoi is, what Fujoshi are, and what can make them problematic at times. Yes, so um,
0: if you would like to begin, I I have actually a um, kind of definition
1: of yaoi. Sure, that's a good place to start. I have that Yeah, so
0: um, the term yaoi is actually an acronym, Yes. and it was created in the late 70s by Yasuko Sakara and Akiko Hatsu Mm -hmm. from the words yamanashi, ochinashi, iminashi, meaning no peak... No fall, no meaning. So it's kind of like the equivalent of our term porn without plot.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's exactly PWP. It's either porn without plot or plot. What plot? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the alternative to that one, which I found very amusing, was, and this is all courtesy of Wikipedia, thank you, Wikipedia, um, was the alternative humorous um, adaptation is Yamate Oshiri Ga Itai, which is, Stop, my ass hurts. (laughs) <laughs> so it's sort of funny, but also kind of. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, Yaoi yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so has it a was, rich history. <laughs> it was
0: meant to go against the um, shoujo eye of the time, which was actually kind of plot rich, and this was and Yaoi was meant to be focusing on all the sex instead, instead mm-hmm. of plot.
1: Indeed. Which, in in that sense, I almost feel like. Well, then you could say. Uh, anything that's just like a, a short, um, erotic ficlet could be Yaoi, except that Yaoi pretty much focuses on male-male relationships. Mm-hmm. There, there, it's not, it's not like you can take a hit pairing and just be like, and then they fucked a lot in this story. You're welcome. Instead, you get this whole, it's like, it's pretty much guy on guy for whatever reason that might be. Um, ooh, there we go. Okay. Sorry. I had a weird sound effect in my ears. Uh, like I, th-
0: I think an important thing to mention is that this is not a one-to-one translation of gay, which a lot of people think it is.
1: Indeed, yeah, and this is... This oh, geez. Is, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the water systems are weird here. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's not exactly gay, and that's one of the things that can kind of make it problematic in and of itself. Um, because yaoi, as it is currently used is kind of synonymous with boys' loves, or boys' loves, boys' love or BL. Um, mm-hmm. Fictional media focusing on romantic sexual relationships between male characters, usually for women, by women. So yes. The, and then if you want to go for the, the stuff that's male-male and either written by men, or at least the very least for men, you go for bara or gay komi, or obviously gay comics. Um, and that's generally targeted at gay men. Uh, yeah, so, which yes. is
0: very different. So, like, the gay comics are targeted at actual gay people, while the
1: yaoi is targeted at cishet women. Pretty much. For the most part. Yes, with the occasional fudanshi thrown in there, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the common dynamic in yaoi is uh, the seme, or the top, uh, or the uke, uh, and the uke, or the bottom. Um And I think that actually is derived from uh, what is it? It's it's basically throwing and catching. Essentially, it's like, and and I think it's actually derived from martial arts. It's that, seme is the person who is attacking, and uke is the person who is defending. So Mm -hmm. it's all that business. It's I guess I guess gay stuff sort of translates across cultures in certain ways, Um, which may or may not be interesting and good. but uh, yaoi in Japan mostly means uh, doujin, but in Western translation, yaoi is much bigger. It essentially means guy-on-guy stuff, whether it's doujin, whether it's an original work, whether it's uh, fan fiction, it, it doesn't matter. All of it is yaoi as far as the Western audience is concerned. I'd say that's fairly accurate from the way I learned about what yaoi was.
0: Um, yeah, and I. but I think an important distinction is that yeah, I should probably only be used to, to refer to, even on the Western side of things, a Japanese media because it shouldn't be used to refer to anything that's Western because that's not what it's
1: about, really. Like, yeah, yeah. I think if you Western go, media has
0: different intentions, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I think in Western media, while you might see male-male stuff written, a lot of times it's just called slash. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like a whole different thing. And it's really confusing when you start seeing all these different uh, symbols used to illustrate relationships if you're slamming through, like, fanfiction.net or something. Anyway, um, so Yahweh in and of itself, dates back to the 70s. Like you were saying, the actual term dates back to the 70s. And initially, it was shown in, like, publications that did Shonen eye, And Shonen eye was a little bit more, like aesthetic and kind of like Fluffy. um, Fluffy, yeah. And I remember way back when I was being kind of introduced to this sort of subset of fandom, I was like, I think I can be cool with shown and I because it was a lot more just like romantic-y stuff instead of just being like, Um, butt-fucking. Not that I had anything against it. I was just like, I don't know how cool I am with that. Not that it's bad, just that it's not really my thing. Um, So apparently... Um, yeah, it started in Ai publications, and then later it was kind of transferred over to Dojin work, so you get your, I was going to try to make an example, but too much of it, like, weirds me out. Okay, let's say Gund- Gundam, Gundam like, Gundam pilots all banging, woo! Uh, that's how I got introduced to that, wah, <laughs> oh, my brain, um, and when, unfortunately one of the things that you'll see as we have experienced in today's title is that rape is a super common theme in yaoi. Um, yeah, it really is. And the thing is though, is that it's read as instead of reading as violent, unconsensual act, it's read as passion or like uncontrollable love of a semi for an Uke. Um so that's kind of uncomfortable. Um And it's often the start of a relationship that eventually becomes consensual, again, as we saw in today's title, or at least as close as we could possibly get between uh, Guy's and Jose. Uh, Mm -hmm. So there's a lot there that's certainly rich for mining of, like, WTF, because... I, I think I never was able to actually make that computation in my brain. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it means I was raised in like a healthy environment with a general cultural message that rape doesn't mean that somebody loves you like yeah. so much that they couldn't stop themselves. Like that's not what that's about. No. So, uh, but that seems to be a, a very common theme and like, it seems very like historical to me. Like it's, it's like the bodice ripper that kind of idea of, like, for like forcefully taking somebody because you're so into them. And it's like, I can't get off on that. It creeps me out too much.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's, like, a really important part of Yaoi, I guess, is to remember that.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's part of the thing that, you know, feeds into criticisms of that is that um, there's just some of the criticisms of Yaoi that I've seen is besides that being, you know, feeding into rape culture... Um, you've got uh, the whole boys love concept, the concept BL, etc. It sort of distances sex from the bodies of women and avoids female sexuality like one hundred percent, which <clears throat> I think is one of the things that bothered me about it when I was when I was younger and and kind of looking at the cultural uh, framework around this. I was like, but why not ladies? Like, where's me? Uh, sexuality exists within my body as well why am I not seeing that anywhere Um, on the positive thing I guess it could be a negative criticism if you're not into it but uh, it can create fluid perceptions of gender and sexuality and could be like a first step towards feminism because that was one of the things I also saw on Yahweh was that they frequently would say oh well Yahweh is a way of giving roles to two characters where they can be doing they can all be doing something interesting, like they're all explorers or whatever. Um, and one of them looks really girly, but it's not a girl because he couldn't be an explorer if he were a girl. So we get to have interesting characters that have romantic and sexual entanglements, but there's no girl involved because you can't be interesting if you're a girl. <laughs> Which was, a big, which was kind of a big problem when I was reading it because I was like, you're basically saying that you can't have an interesting character involved with another character unless they're both dudes. And I'm probably not saying that correctly. I'm, I'm not communicating terribly clearly. But I was like, that's not cool. Like, I want to go on an adventure. I want to be an interesting character. Um, that seems to be kind of a weird thing in the background. But you'll notice that if you look at any kind of yaoi artwork that there's frequently like the girly one. But again, yeah. this is just another thing that kind of feeds into the whole like it's not for the gays, um, because there's not yeah, really you don't need to bring a woman or a womany aspect into a gay relationship when a guy is into a guy because he's a guy.
0: Yeah, and I think a really important part of like understanding that thing is like it's not for the gays is that fetishization is not representation. No, so just because so if you're making a fetish out of two men being together which is what yaoi is yep then it, that you cannot call that representation that is not a representation of healthy male on male relationships it's not a, and it's the not same real. thing goes <laughs> yeah it's not real the same thing goes for shoujo ai yep. or yuri it's like that's not a real relationship it doesn't connect to real people therefore it's yeah. a fetish and yeah. it's not meant it's, to be yeah. that way yeah
1: it's lesbian porn uh, and lesbian porn for, and not all lesbian porn I should say it's, le- it's porn of women it's girl on girl because if you were to say lesbian porn one would hope that that is porn directed at lesbians but instead it usually means girl on girl directed to the male gaze exactly yeah that's basically what Yahweh is is that it's guy on guy directed for a female gaze and I can see that being that can be just a fun fetish that turns you on because hot guys are cool um, but it can also kind of feed into that whole gay guys are there for the consumption of women and they are not.
0: Yeah. It, so, I mean, I think an important way to think about this is that like women, we don't like to be thought of as objects and being there for the point, uh, for the, for, for male consumption. Yes. And the same thing goes for men. Like we shouldn't forget that men also like the tables can be turned and women can be the perpetrators of, yep. un, like, just unhealthy behavior. Yep. Like, women are not, like, it, it's not impossible.
1: And I actually had heard a story about this where, you know, women went to a gay club, and uh, this is actually told from a gay male perspective, and mm-hmm. turning around and, um, you know, having somebody grabbing your ass, and you think it's your boyfriend, you turn it out, some girl. And you're like, yeah. whoa, hey now, that's not cool. And they're like, ha we're just girls together. It's like, no, we are not. I am a person and you violated my space pretty badly. Yeah. So it's like, no, gay guys aren't there for you to grope and fondle. It's not, no, they are people. It's and and not they're okay. not your,
0: they're not your accessory. They're no. not it, it, like you, you don't like go shopping for a gay best friend. Like that's not something you do.
1: Yes. No, that is not a thing. That is not a thing that you do. Um, so Unless you want to be like awful person of the month. <sighs> Precisely. <laughs> um, so some of the positives that can bring aside from the whole fluid perception of gender and sexuality, um, it can sort of offer other models of masculinity instead of it just being all about like big strong dude. Rawr. It's like there are other guys. There are the smart guys. There are the whatever. Um It's not all just about being the most masculine dude. Um, And then it also challenges uh, heterosexism and heteronormativity. So Mm -hmm. there's that. So that could be a positive. Again, that's presuming that you're not just 100% consuming something as a fetish and are thinking like, yay, gay people, I support your rights and things like that. Um, And then, of course, there's also, this is tying it up at the end here, though, is that there's the um, I'm not gay I just love you. That whole thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a problem.
1: So there are some positives. Gay with, a, like,
0: a straight with an exception. I hate that yes, shit. Yes, straight
1: with an exception. I was actually listening to um, another anime podcast where they were talking about, you know, LGBTQ+, et cetera, in um, in anime in general and one of them saying, you know, like, oh my gosh, I hate this, I'm not gay, I just love you thing. It's like basically saying that well, I'm attracted to this one guy, but I'm not gay, no homo. And it's like, oh, for Christ's sakes.
0: Then you're at least bi, my yeah, dude. Yeah, at the
1: very least, you're bi. Or, yeah, it, or you could say that you're, what is, I forget exactly the Kinsey scale, whether one was straight and five was gay, but it's like maybe you're a three instead of a one when it, it's like if a one is straight. So, like, you got some flexibility, heteroflexible, I guess, maybe one of those terms um, could apply. But yeah, being like, no, no, not gay. It's like, oh Jesus. <sighs> so there's a lot of things that are wrong with it. Um, yeah. unfortunately. But there are some like if you keep it as just like if you're a dude who likes to watch lesbian porn and that turns you on, but you don't automatically take that over and like start looking at every girl on your street and go like, man, I bet those girls are fucking. Oh, I'd be really cool if those two girls would fuck. It's like that's probably not the healthiest thing to do. Um those are real people. They're not just Barbie dolls that you can mash together. <laughs> so that's kind of how I felt too about uh reading yaoi uh slash uh etc pairings where I'd just be like sometimes you might buy the coupling and I'd be like cool. They wrote a relationship that is believable. And other times they're just taking two characters that have like there's no teasing there's no, there's like no relationship, or or it's just like two characters that have never met. Oh, I'd ship it anyway. It's like, oh god, I can't buy that. I just can't. Not to, because they're both hot doesn't make them fuck fucking each other. But yeah, I mean
0: like so like I watched a really bad. I think it was like, uh, seventies movie where like, there it was actually um an episode of. Uh, Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand, oh, the snap. recent series. Oh yeah. Um, did did you see the uh, recent like season? Yeah, I did.
1: I did. Which, which Yeah, one the it?
0: episode with the um, submarine and the dinosaur. Oh yes. yes. Caveman land. The uh, American and the German uh, captain. I shipped those two. <laughs> <And laughs> I then can when come literally tell. Yeah, when the ship kind of went down, I was like, oh man, I can't believe my ship just sunk. <laughs>
1: And, I and it say, Yeah, I've done that with, you know, like, straight characters, et cetera, and watching various stuff, like, and some gay, and some, well, not straight, heterocouplings, I should say, not necessarily straight, but, like, I was watching, I was watching Frasier, of all things, and I was like, <laughs> you know, Niles and Roz should have gotten it on, they had such good, like, belligerent sexual, they could have had really good belligerent sexual tension, and of course, that doesn't happen, but I'm like, that would be interesting. And I've watched the show a cajillion times and never thought about that until recently. <laughs> so I guess I could say, like, oh yeah, I'm guilty of the same thing. But I'm like, but they're also, I'm talking about fictional characters and not real people. And just because it would be jollies and not because, like, oh my gosh, all these dudes, da 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 da.
0: Yeah, I saw a um, post recently. That was really disturbing, and we're getting into the Fujoshi side, or as I like to call them, the Fujoshits. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> um, where it was basically a girl saying, when you see little boys in costume on Halloween, and you start to think you're maybe a Shotokan, and I was just like, nope, 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 a big fucking ex. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and I was even, just like... Yeah. Oh. And here is where we've crossed over into the land of not okay Yeah,
1: I, um, I remember when I was watching uh, Oran High School Host Club, um, mm-hmm. and they had this whole thing, they're like, oh, we have the little boy host for the the ones with, I don't even know if they ever said Shotokan, but basically it was for Shotokan, but when they were playing it in the series, it didn't seem like it was a sexual attraction, and more like, <laughs> oh, little boys are so adorable. Uh, isn't that cute? And I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. That's fine if you think boys are cute. Because, like, okay, I'm a mother now, obviously. But, like, I see cute little blonde boys. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you're the cutest! But it (laughs) doesn't come anywhere near a touch on libido at all. It's just like, oh, I just want to, like, dress you up in a cute outfit and take pictures because you're so cute. And, of course, they wouldn't. They'd, like, be like, no, I don't like it. And I'd be, like, taking pictures of that, too, because they're adorable. Um... But yeah, it's, uh, but, sh- ooh, Shotokan, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. That's a whole nother basket. Oh my gosh. But, but um, um, but yeah, the, I, I watched a couple of Fujoshi, like, video bits talking about, like, yeah, Fujoshi stuff that's kind of uncomfortable. It's like, but wait, how can I criticize Fujoshi if I am one? It's like, well, no, I think I can do that, um, because it's really creepy if somebody's constantly talking about pairing up people in real life. That is creepy as shit. Don't do it. Um like or just the like
0: bandum. I'm looking yeah. at all you sixteen year olds out there, or you know, people my age who are in the My Chemical Romance bandum and we and I hate,
1: I know you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you act like you did. not I seen you. Uh yeah. because I did it too. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, and I remember, too, way back when, uh, like, GACT was a uh, big Japanese thing. And, uh, yeah, lady fans of Gackt would be like, oh, my God, and then he kisses bassist or something. And I'm like, eh, <laughs> it's not my thing. I mean, he's hot, they're hot, but that's their business, not mine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but so a little oh, yeah. bit of history yeah, on, of uh, Fujoshi.
1: Yes, let's get into that. It actually
0: it actually means rotten girls. Like it is yeah. not a positive term. No, and when I That's... mentioned
1: it in casual passing to a coworker of mine who's also in anime, hey man, how's it going? Um, he, uh, I mentioned Fujoshi. He's like, whoa, isn't that like a, like a slur? And I'm like, I thought it was kind of a reclaimed slur. Like, so if you were Fujoshi, you were Fujoshi and proud, not like, oh man, don't call me that. Um. Yeah. So
0: basically it was female, like women corrupting pure friendships between male characters, this and uh, these people who call themselves Fujoshi now kind of wear it as like a badge of pride. Yes. And it's kind of like in a similar way how cishet girls in Western culture and fan fiction circles often refer to themselves as dirty sinners for drawing two men kissing or holding hands.
1: Huh. That's S- And that's,
0: that, that's something that's kind of been a little bit more prevalent recently, mm-hmm. where basically um, cishet girls will, like, draw two guys kissing and they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm, like, just so dirty. This is just so dirty. And it's basically perpetuating this idea that gay sex is dirty and yeah, unclean. That, that makes and, me feel
1: really uncomfortable that girls are thinking and saying that. Like, yeah. That makes me sad cuz I mean I've talked about like oh so much sin because I wrote like a really smutty fanfic or something. But that's different. But that I mean that's because it's smutty not because it was gay or cuz there was butt stuff or cuz they weren't married. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being a fanfiction writer who's like I can't write the characters unless they're married. They cannot fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. They can't make love until they're married. <laughs> So the obligatory first section of the entire thing is just, like, this big, elaborate wedding. and
0: That'd be hilarious. Oh my God. I don't know anybody who would do that. But.
1: And, like, it's just three pages of wedding and, like, half a page of fuck. And that's it. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Well, oh, that's, that's really sad, though, that they would just be yeah. like, I'm a sinner because boys are kissing. It's like boys kiss and girls kiss and boys and girls kiss and two boys and a girl kiss and shit goes down it's just stuff that happens
0: yeah so it's like you know i like girls really need to get out of this mindset where it's just like you're a sinner because you drew it or wrote it but because that like automatically in turn makes it so that they are also sinners yeah
1: at least with Fujoshi, it seems like it's more of a, a raunchy kind of term like Yeah. Yeah, I like seeing dudes fuck and that's what I'm into. And it's like own it, I guess. <laughs> I mean,
0: I guess anybody who's going to call themselves Fujoshi probably
1: is okay um, with it.
0: Yeah, but also I think if you're if you're still calling yourself a Fujoshi and like you're you're probably younger and yeah. you're probably not aware of, like, the connotation that it carries, at least in West Western culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you're probably not going to be aware of, like, s- some of the th- things that are related to it. Yeah. I feel like in Japanese culture, if you're a fujoshi, then it it's definitely more of a reclaimed thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because...
0: Words change meaning so frequently when they cross over. Yeah, and so. like
1: like otaku for instance. If you use otaku yeah. in Japan, it's still not good. And in America, you're like, oh, no. anime fan, totally fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. While if you use um, what's the term? Uh, Weabo anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations! You are the people we avoid.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. um yeah, it's an interesting term, just that it means like rotten woman. And actually, I was just thinking about this too. I need to finish this series. Uh, was it Genshiken season two? Um, mm-hmm. The initial Genshiken was about a mostly male club with a couple of female, with like yeah, a couple female members and like a female satellite, like a girlfriend of a member. So you have a little bit of a mixed gender cast, but it's primarily a male club, and they're all about like the hentai dojin. That's their thing. It's mostly het hentai dojin that they're really into. Um, and then when you move into like second season or whatever it is, it, the membership has since flipped and now it's pretty much all women with like one dude in it and they're all, I'm sorry. Well, yes, they have mostly women and a trans question mark woman and a dude. Oh no. Um, yeah, it's one of those, it's actually handled relatively well. Um, oh, okay. Because uh,
0: trans people are still treated kind of like a joke over there. Yeah,
1: it's it's interesting because it's an all female club and they're all, at, like one of the members is just kind of like, so we're all cool with the whole, f- we're all down with the fujoshi thing, right? Because again, it's pretty much all female. They're all kind of like, we're all here for the same thing. We really like this sort of thing. Um, and uh, one of the members who is female presenting, I believe they find out later oh. that. I'm not, I can't, even think of the right pronoun, but basically let's say she is a girl when she likes to draw, um, uh, draw. Oh, is she gender fluid? She's kind of, yeah, but almost, almost like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, I don't want to say bipolar. That's not right. Almost like split personality to a degree, but not exactly. Because okay. she presents female in the club and can only draw uh, Yaoi Dojin well when fully wearing uh, women's clothes and underwear. And as soon oh. as she adopts a male persona, she can't draw for shit. <laughs> um, but still has this sort of like personality, this sort of female personality, like floating around, talking to like the male presenting character version. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. It's handled relatively well, but with a lot of like ambiguity, as you could probably tell by the way I'm talking about it. Um, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's kind they do kind of say that if you are trans, you have to kind of throw away your old self. So I guess maybe that could, it could be coming from like that kind of place,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but, um, I haven't read it. So, but that sounds interesting. Yeah,
1: it is. It's very, it's, I think it's pretty cool. Um, and I need to finish the series because I haven't finished it yet. Um, but, yeah, they definitely seem to be fine with using the term fujoshi uh, and also the term fudanshi, which is essentially male fans of yaoi, which there are certainly less of, but, um, but they do exist. Uh, and overall, like, they don't seem... When you're reading the series, they don't seem like ultimate creepo fujoshi. They're just like, oh... Uh, This pairing's really hot. Uh, Here, I drew a picture of it. And they're like, mmm, that's nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, There was a manga that Tim and Weltall reviewed uh, a little while back. Maybe a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. because their schedule's all messed up. <laughs> but, so they reviewed something, and Tim was introduced to the term for Joshi, and basically it was just a girl who just wanted her male friends to make out all the time, and so that was kind of showing the more negative side. Yeah,
1: basically if you become like the, the the female equivalent of a frat guy trying to get two girls to make out at your party, that's not okay.
0: <laughs> no.
1: No. Don't do that. Don't become a frat girl at a party trying to get two, two dudes to make out who don't want to make out and aren't interested in each other. Yeah,
0: it's just... I, I feel like you become a more healthy feminist if you
1: understand that you were capable of the exact same bullshit yes. that men throw your way. Yeah, I uh, I had a big moment of... Not, not a Fujoshi-ish moment, but I was watching... Oh, I remember. It was... Um, Wolf Among Us, the Fables video game, and Mm -hmm. I find Bigby Wolf's character design in that game so hot. Um, He is. (laughs) And there's a bit where he's walking around with his shirt off, and I was just watching that part of the chapter like, uh, uh, what? Sorry, what? (laughs) And then there was apparently, I think, I, and a friend of mine actually works for... um, works for the uh did it, was it telltale telltale games yeah and I was like please tell me that there is some kind of code that I can put in that will make Bigby walk around with no shirt on and I was like that was creepy and inappropriate I am sorry <laughs> I was like I caught myself I'm like if that had been gender reversed and I was some dude like hey you got some code where a girl walks around with no shirt I'd be like oh, god dude seriously shut up right now and I'm like oh wow I need to tell myself to shut up yeah <laughs> Because that's a private conversation and not something you just, like, yell out at a party. <laughs> One hopes. <Yeah. laughs> at least not without people going, like, oh, really? How much
0: has That kind of crap, while, you know, it's becoming more and more, like, less socially acceptable for men to do so, mm. women are still kind of not really... Um, What's the word, Hold, held accountable for mm-hmm. those kind of actions. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a problem.
1: Yeah. And there's that certain thing of like, oh, well, women aren't a real threat. And like, well, tell that to guys who have been stalked or threatened or, you know, physically assaulted or other things by a woman. Like, tell that to them. That's not cool. So let's all be aware. So, yeah, the whole objectification thing is, you know, it, it, there's a time and a place for one to objectify and to be objectified. That place is not everywhere all the time. Yeah.
0: Preferably the bedroom, but, I mean, yes. if you want to have sex in your creepy dungeon downstairs, that's fine, too. <laughs>
1: How did you know where I was? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have cameras? Is there a camera looking at me right now? Oh, no, I didn't tape over my camera on my new computer. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, good times. So uh, yep. so yeah, there's, there's definitely some, some interesting backstory to Yowai. Like, there's got to be, I wish I could get into the, the mindset and the mind and the overall culture that is Japan, because it's such a unique place. And I guess that's why I've become somewhat of a fan, is like some of it's very interesting to me, and I don't know if I'll ever quite understand all of it. And maybe that's part of the appeal too, is that mystery. But I wish I could get into it and like understand more of it so that I can understand where some of it comes from. Um, Yeah. Because there's so much that's going on in in Yahweh and the roots of it and like the positives and the negatives of it that are fascinating, but I can't quite pull them all apart. Um, And with Fajoshi, at least I can say like, yeah, it's what gets your rocks off. So Mm -hmm. the important thing is like, don't let that take over your life and your perception of the entire world all the time. Like just like with any porn addiction is the same thing. Like you can't live in that place all the time. You got to like put it in a box and like have some non that stuff time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, there, there are other things outside of porn and that goes for everybody. Absolutely. All kinds of porn. Yes. (laughs) It's kind of like, I, I don't know. I have a bit of a problem with, Men who, and this is coming from somebody who has a friend who does this to me constantly. Man, um, who has I have a friend who wants to live the BDSM lifestyle twenty four seven. Seven.
1: Ooh.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of jacked. And, <laughs> and uh, oh, and he's just like, oh, I know one day that you'll submit to me, and I'm just like, mm, uh, no. <laughs>
1: That just makes me want to like flip it around, be like, who's submitting to who? (laughs) And now you will shut up forever because I say so. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of just like, it doesn't kind of really matter what kind of porn it is. You need to take a break and take a step back and realize that there, that that isn't healthy a hundred percent of the time. Yeah.
1: Moderation in most things. Yes, yes.
0: Except breathing.
1: Yes, and vegetables, because vegetables are so good. Oh my God, you guys.
0: Yeah, vegetables (laughs) are really good.
1: I had like lemon broccoli the other night, and I'm like, oh. Tasty. Yeah. So, so yeah, moderation in all things, which is why, you know, we don't constantly watch porn and record episodes every single day. Whew. I would like. And that'd be a lot of porn. Oh, man. Like my brain and my libido and like my vagina would wear out. It would just be like, I got nothing left for anybody anymore. (laughs) oh my god yeah
0: i like no (laughs) no i but like i had to watch totally not thought but i had to like watch something else after i watched enzai because i was just like i am not doing anything while i'm watching this show because i'm so upset by it
1: yeah not i (laughs) I think i saved a bunch of my like historical note research for after i watched it so i was able to kind of like Deconstruct it into like cultural norms and uh, subculture tropes and weird historical notes about different titles that were trailblazers for the Yahweh genre. I was able to kind of like break it down into pieces and then make it float down my memory. <laughs> like, <laughs> goodbye, you're floating down the river now.
0: All right, well, I guess that wraps us up for this episode of After Dark. Indeed.
1: Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking around, everybody.
0: Yeah, I'm sure this is, like, not your favorite episode, but it's also, like, really good to have these kinds of talks every once in a while. So. Yeah,
1: we had a good time, and you got to listen.
0: Yes. Yay.
1: <laughs> so, All right. good night, everybody. Good night.